and I'm like ready. I'm like, okay, I'm going to spray and then hit because I've got to like, you have to time it up perfectly. Otherwise it might get away or it'll, you know, lunge at my face. So I do that. And the spider like sees me coming. It's doing that, like that little like twitch. Like it's like, what are you doing? You're coming at me or what's (laughs) happening? Do I attack? Am I, should I run? And so anyways, I finally, I spray it. It's slow. And the second I spray it, I whack but it ran too quickly into the hole, but I did hit the legs like, and I got like two of its legs on the paper towel. So I know I damaged it, but it still fled. <laughs> so I've now created like this ain't we, we went from friends to like frenemies to like old friends who have like a personal vendetta against each other. And I just like imagine him like in this hole in the wall, just like, like planning as he's dying he's like trying to figure out like his final kill like how he'll come for me yeah imagine if the spider took two of your legs exactly well i would i that would be much harder for me you're listening to how i met your monster a podcast that explores the introductions to your favorite movie monsters my name's zach i'm danny and i'm casey and together we dive into the world of horror to find out how filmmakers have introduced us to our favorite monsters time and time again This is How I Met Your Monster. Boss, you are with it. We came. I met him 15 years ago. I I was told there was nothing left. Who are you? Explorers, inferno regions of experience. Demons to some, angels to others. Call you meatloaf, Jack? Thank you for joining us on a brand new episode of How I Met Your Monster. We are into a brand new series of phobias. That's mm. right. Films on phobias. Things we're scared of. Films on phobias. I'm already scared. An irrational fear of all of these movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the movies themselves. The we're movies not even themselves. afraid of the phobias. We're just afraid of the movies. that the Afraid of movies. That, yeah. That's Okay. True. Speed round. Yes. What are you afraid of? Spiders, arachnophobia. Bears, backcountry. Uh, claustrophobia, devil. <laughs> Danny forgot what his fear claustrophobia was. Claustrophobia, devil. Yeah, so we've got a great lineup of movies coming out over yeah. the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, we got spiders, we got bears, we got elevators. It's all crazy. We got yeah. small spaces. My, my, my choice is a little, it's not so clear. It's like, is, what's Danny afraid of? Devils? Elevators? It's definitely a classic of people. Movie. I mean, the whole thing takes place yeah. in an elevator. That's fair. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm already. I just feel like there are more obvious movies to have chosen from, which we covered in our last, uh, in an earlier uh, little preview episode. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so if you listen to that, you would have known that. And if you didn't, what are you doing? But today we're starting off with a phobia that I think a lot of people probably have, um, yeah. some more than others. So much um, so they named a movie after it. They named a freaking movie after it, Arachnophobia. Mm-hmm. 1990? 1990? Yep. Yeah. Directed by Frank Marshall, starring Jeff Daniels, John Goodman. Starring Harry Dunn. Who's Harry Dunn? 
Oh, that, it was a terrible mistake, sir. Please, oh, believe me, I would never do anything to offend a man of your size. Kick his ass, Seabass! His last name is Dunn? Yeah. I didn't know that. Lloyd Christmas. Harry Dunn. And Harry Dunn. Harry yeah. Dunn screwed up now. Harry does she dirt on did. <laughs> I forgot that we do like dumb and dumber references. So I feel like our well, brains should I do have dumb and dumber references. Yeah, you do. We just we just try to we clearly don't do it successfully when we try to yeah. follow up on it. Um but Arachnophobia is such a good movie. I remember seeing it mm-hmm. as a kid. And like, yes, the spiders are in it and they're very scary. But this movie is just so good. Mm-hmm. It is. It's so good. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Tell me, have you guys seen Arachnophobia? This was the first time. This me. is the first time. Danny that's crazy movie. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Danny, had you seen it before? Like yeah, multiple I saw times? Yeah, uh, when it came out. And I mean, it must have been I a little after it. Had come I was going to say, I don't think you saw it in 1990. <laughs> no, but I saw it as soon as... Very early on, to the point that my an aunt of mine said, we were talking about the movie years ago, and she was like, do you remember you used to watch that movie all the time? She's like, you were so young that I was like, I don't know if you should be watching this. And she says, like, to the point where I couldn't even pronounce it. And she said, I would, I would just yell out. I would just say, biter movie, biter movie. Huh? And she knew that she had to put on arachnophobia. Yeah. Oh, it's a that's great, great. Movie. That's great. Just to translate that, biter is spider. Okay, well, I didn't know if it was biter, like they were the little things spider. bit, or if it was biter as supposed to be spider. Oh, yeah. That uh, was just how I said spider, because I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> dumb kid. What a dummy. Can't even <laughs> what a talk, stupid right? idiot. Um, so, Casey, your first viewing of Arachnophobia, what'd you think overall? Um, first of all, I didn't know it was going to be so funny. Right? Oh. Because it was funny. Was that a pleasant surprise or? Uh, yes, it was. Okay. Um, not that I like needed it to be funny or anything, but yes. It, and the comedy, you know, going back to last week when we watched a quote unquote horror comedy uh, yeah. <laughs> where nothing landed. And then this movie, everything did. Yeah. Everything. It was so there was so many funny moments in it. And uh, yeah. Well, so get this. I was watching a behind the scenes of arachnophobia and it was like some featurette from like when the movie first came out and the whoever's like narrating it is like some it's like a, it sounds like a news guy um and he's like he said <laughs> i had to laugh and i paused it and i had to just be like get my fucking bearings because i was so like confused the guy said frank marshall and amblin entertainment or whatever are making hollywood's first thrillomedy yeah, I saw and that in I the was trailer. Like, Thrillomedy? Yeah, they were going for something. They tried to coin a new phrase that did not work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, so wow. dumb. Thrillomedy. Yeah. Dramedy stuff, off. but that is like, there's brevity there. There's yeah. not as many syllables. Yeah. Well, I guess it's not as many syllables in Thrillomedy. It just sounds dumb. Yeah, but you've got the reason. T and the H and the two L's and the no. Yeah, too much going on. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah. the th and you got the wool and the yeah the th- so, I think the th throws you off. Th- yeah, thrillomedy. Yeah. I think. I mean, I think so I, we, sh- we should definitely start considering this. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do. We're doing that thing where we're making fun of something so much that it becomes part of our vernacular, like ironically, <laughs> and then we just start using it literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
God, Man. what a thrillomity this was. Okay, so before we start talking about arachnophobia, let's hear about some uh, good horror content that you guys have watched over the last couple of weeks. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. I'm going to start with the first thing I watched and then just go in order. Okay. That's, that seems like a good way to do it. <laughs> well, some, sometimes I do like the ones that I don't like first and then talk about the ones I uh, like the most gotcha. and last. Yeah. Um, but I'm going in order because I watched quite a few things and I kind of have to go through my memory to get them. Uh, okay. Evil Dead Rise. <gasps> which uh, you guys didn't see. I know. So, oh my gosh. Sad. Was it good? It was very good. Um, I liked 2013 more, but Rise was it brought back a little bit of like the campiness from the original movies because 20 the 2013 evil dead wasn't funny at all there was nothing silly yeah. about it it was just yeah. pretty serious fucking brutal oh that's good to hear yeah so they brought back some of the comedy uh into it so it was a little it was fun um the title screen gave me chills it <laughs> is the best title screen i've ever seen in cinematic history Oh damn! Okay, yeah. that's a that's uh, a that's a tall praise. order. Or that's Thinking a, about yeah. it, that's high praise. Oh, yeah. so good. Um, so yeah, it, it was really good. Um, then so I went to Tennessee on the drive. It was an eight-hour drive, so I downloaded the first season of the show from. Mm. Oh yeah, you guys had been recommending that. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes before we left, and then I watched the other six like on the way down there, and it was very good. Um. The creepy parts were very creepy. I wish there would have been more of them, but I think that about most creepy yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Um, the only issue that I had with it, do you guys know what it's about? Yeah, I'm on like episode, I think we've watched three episodes of it. So I'm okay, about to start so, episode four. So the creepy, the creepy creepers, those are really creepy to me. Mm-hmm. But Danny, it's just about these people. It's basically about a town that you can't, like once you pass through it, you can't get out of it. Okay. So these people have all lived there, but they can't go out at night because there are these entities that will just obliterate you. Okay, basically. that's fun. Yeah. So the only issue that I had with it was they did not answer a single question for me. Mm. You know, was it leading into a second season? Yes, the second season started. Oh, okay. But it's on MGM, which I do not have. Okay. Too many, so, too I many know. streaming platforms, I guys. Know. That's a phobia that I have—a phobia of new streaming services. It's like exhausting. One of my other biggest fears is AI. So I watched Ex Machina for fun. Then I watched the Dead Ringers series. Nice, nice. Which thumbs up, thumbs down is one of the best things I've ever seen. Oh. Wow. So much uh, high praise in this little segment. Yeah. yeah. I only watched, well, I guess I didn't know that I would like all these things. I only watched <laughs> things that I knew that I would like. Uh, <laughs> no, Dead Ringers. So I hadn't seen, you know, Zach had recommended the original movie to us mm-hmm. uh, a while back and I hadn't watched it. But I just kind of, I, I am into series at the moment because, uh, you know, like my boyfriend and I, I don't know. I guess I'm needing something to fill a little bit more time, something to look forward to, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, except with Dead Ringers, I couldn't stop watching it. <laughs> so um, I watched all of it within 24 hours. Oh, my God. And well, I had gone on vacation. I came home and I had four days off of work. Uh, okay. So um, 
it was amazing. Rachel Wise, it might be one of the best things I've ever seen. Damn. Yeah. All right. She's so good. And the dialogue is so good. Like, they're just, it's like the opening scene. Oh my God. It's just so good. Like, it's very like feminist kind of, it all centers around like very powerful women, which was Mm -hmm. a big change from the movie. But yeah, it's just about these like super powerful women and it's very, oh, and it's so disturbing and oh, so good. I love it. Yeah. That's on um, Amazon? So, yes, it's a Prime mm-hmm. series. Okay. So highly recommend. Okay. And then I watched Dead Ringers the movie nice. to see what the differences were. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I liked the movie, but I I liked the show a lot more. Um, And I think that you know, Zach, you've you've seen the movie, and mm-hmm. I think that once you finish the show, you'll you might not like the show more, but I think you would understand why mm. how I, it could be possible. I'm really enjoying the show. Like I'm on. We just watched episode three last night. Um, yeah. So so far, I I really like it. Yeah, and okay. not just Rachel Wise. Everybody's performance mm-hmm. is so good. Like, um, her, you know, Guinevere. Or Genevieve? Gen- Genevieve. Gen- Genevieve, yeah. Genevieve, which is funny. So in the original movie, uh, the character, the love interest of Beverly and Elliot is named Claire, but she's played by a woman named Genevieve. Oh, wow. Weird. So in the show, in the show, the character's name is Genevieve. That character is an actress. And in the show that she's on, her name is Claire. Which the show, when they show the billboard on the thing, is called Rabid. Oh, is it? Which is a David one of David Cronenberg's first movies. It might be like that's a second so feature or something. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, I actually came home from work today and I didn't feel well, so I got into bed and I watched the first episode again. Damn. Yeah. All right. It's good. Yeah, it's like, it's just like there are scenes where they're just talking for like fifteen minutes, but it's so engrossing. Uh, Yes, it's so good. That uh, that one character of Rebecca, who's like yeah, that really rich lady. She is like infuriating. Like I know, I know, and I know she's supposed to be. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, I get so I mad because I just want to like, you're everything that's wrong with the world. Yes, but she's so good. So is the third episode when they go to that party at her house? I think that's the second episode. Oh, okay, but you've seen that, yeah. She's yeah, yeah that character is so she's so good. Yeah. Too. Oh my, just horrible person, and like yes. But she's so like real, like that. Those people out there, that's like people. Ooh. I know. It's, yeah, because she's just cares about money. Yep. Just like, and disgustingly rich, and it's just yeah. like. Ugh. Um. Anyways, and I just anyway. have to. I just have to say this because it's funny, but in the op- the opening scene, do you remember what it is, Zach? In the opening scene of the show, completely. Yeah. Um, I know there is a bunch of births birth birthing no births? they're birthing births birthings uh, births. they're in the diner yeah. they're in the diner and that guy is like hey you guys are twins oh right? you never... yes yes and they just fucking tear him apart they're like there's nothing i would want more than to fuck my sister after helping people give birth to babies all day i just want to fuck my sister it's okay so yeah funny. it's fine the guy's like he doesn't know what to do he's like yeah, i'm sorry he's like, I, just I just thought like you uh... just what <laughs> You just wanted to be a disgusting, filthy fucking human being. Oh, I love it. And I love, I don't know. Oh my God, I love it so much. I love it when Elliot eats. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. 
Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. I was thinking like I could go on and on, but like I know just in the it's three so episodes that I've seen. But like oh, it's she's so like good. eating that cheeseburger outside yes. the food truck, and the guy's like, oh, yes. "How's your day?" She's like, "Obviously, it's a shit day." And she's like, "A food <laughs> spitting out of her mouth." She's like, oh. Um, Sorry, but okay. Um, what else have you seen? Um, that's all. That's okay. all I watched. Danny, what about you? Uh, I've been watching some movies, but only one that's really like horror. Um, I finally watched Cocaine Bear. Ooh! Oh, did you? I did. You obviously don't have arcudophobia. Yeah. I watched it, and I have arcudophobia. But. <laughs> After seeing this and what the bear is capable of, I totally understand people who do have a key Oh, my God. Their claws um, are huge. Yeah. The movie was, I won't spoil anything, way gorier than I was expecting. Oh, it's fucking I was like, brutal. whoa, we're okay. like, we are there. Yeah. Like, Going holy shnikes. Yeah, it's, um, it's good. Also, like, really funny, really fun. I it's very. Mm-hmm. It's also very, like, short and sweet. Yes, he feels very rewatchable. Yep, um, it's not. I'm getting sick of two hour movies, guys. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah, they don't it, need if, to be that it, long. Yeah, I think it's the, the, it depends on the story and like. But yeah, yeah of I totally see of your course. point. Life's life's too fucking busy. I just let me put on a movie sometimes. <laughs> you know, um, well, it's like you know, I watch I watch three movies that are two hours long. But if they would have cut a half an hour out of each of those movies, I could have watched a fourth movie. Yeah, and your your See favorite movie though is <laughs> Return of the King. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. Yes, my favorite my favorite film series is fourteen hours. Casey's long. like, wait, shut up! I've only been watching the hour and a half cut of Return of the King. What are you talking uh, about? Of course not. It's just the no final way. battle. No way. Um, no, but yeah, Cocaine Bear, very fun. And I have to say, I was so, so pleasantly surprised to see in literally the very opening, Elizabeth Banks, who directed it, who also starred in the Wet mm-hmm. Hot American movie and series, has this great little Wet Hot American summer reference right out of the gate. And oh, really? I just, very, very fun. Oh, and I man. Was very, I I was like, right away, I'm like, I'm in. This is so fun. I'm so excited. Dude, I have to see it now. Yeah, I mean, you'll I wanted enjoy to, it. I wanted to see it anyways, and now I really have to see it. It's fun. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> but that's it. What about you, Zach? What have you seen? Man, let me tell you. I watched oh. a whole bunch of stuff, and oh. I forgot to write any of it down. <sighs> but I will tell you, and Casey's going to appreciate this. I watched the movie I See You. Oh, yeah. Casey has been right. pushing this on us like a drug dealer who's looking for yeah. new clients. I know, but we still can't really talk about it because somebody hasn't watched it. You know, it's funny. I no, I don't know. It's funny. had some time and I was going to put it on. And then that time was taken up and I couldn't. How is and that I was funny? Like, the moment has passed. <laughs> Uh, but it was good. I I enjoyed it. Um, not what I was expecting at all. No, like it, oh. it totally was. Didn't see it coming. Um, but it was very good. Oh shit! What? I think I I think I put something else on my letterbox. Danny, this letterbox thing. I gave you shit, but man, it is. It's so. 
Dude, you watch a movie, you log it, and you just go to your thing. You go to your click on diary, and it gives you a whole, not to be confused with diarrhea, you click on diary, and it just gives you a fucking mm-hmm. list of all the movies you've seen. The dance, everything. But I also watched another really good movie called Piggy. Piggy. I've seen posters for that. I've heard that Piggy is good. Um, yeah, it is really good. And... Um, Here's the description from IMDb because I don't want to say too much and give things away. Um, An overweight teen is bullied by a clique of cool girls poolside while holidaying in her village. The long walk home will change the rest of her life. Oh, it's just about, is it really just about her, her walk home? Well, that's what kind of like what happens on her walk home um, sparks what happens in the rest of the, the movie. But it's so good. And the actress um, who plays the title character of Sarah is really good. She did an awesome job. And it's just like, man, people are so fucking mean. Um, I don't. I can't. I just don't. It's so hard. But it's a it's a I would I would highly recommend it. And it's on Hulu. And you have there's two versions because. You can click on Piggy and it'll say English dub, or they mm-hmm. also have the original one in, so in Spanish. Um, so depending on how you like to watch your foreign movies, I highly recommend the subtitles, but that's just yeah. me. Um, yeah, I don't want to be mean, but come on. Dubbing is <laughs> it's such a weird experience. It is. Your yeah. brain will so it's, much, it'll like adapt to the, the subtitles much more quickly than your brain will ever adapt yeah. to dubbing. Yeah, right. I feel a little bit like an elitist, but uh, you're definitely not getting the same experience if you're no. watching a dubbed movie. Sure. Yep. It's you a know, distraction. Yeah. And and even like anime and stuff, it's still like Japanese voice actors are fucking just worlds above anything that. Mm. Well, you're also just missing out on the original performance. Yeah. For yeah. like yeah. A kind of a weird Absolutely. clunky convenience. It's just, I, don't, yeah. I never understood like, dubbing. It's just so strange. There's an episode of, of this anime that is that, that we watch that's super, super intense. And we've, I've watched the episodes a couple of times on its own because it's so good. And the Japanese version, when I watch it, I just, it makes me sob. And then when I watch the dubbed, the American dubbed version, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it makes you giggle. <laughs> yeah. It makes um, you sob over how stupid it is. How terrible yeah. it is, yeah. Do you have any more, Zach? Um, I do, but I don't remember what they are. So, um, okay. but I Can did I? watch, I watched dead ringers, uh, up, oh, yeah. up to episode three. I watched from up to episode three and I got to finish some of these shows. Wait, or um, you should <laughs> play the lottery and do the number three. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, um, are you guys ready to talk about eight legged four? I wait, eight eyes. They have eight eyes or four eyes. They wear glasses. Yeah, I was going to say they wear glasses. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, you guys ready to talk about four-legged, wait. Nope. Eight-legged, eight-eyed creepy crawlers? Yeah. In the trailer, I believe it's eight legs, two fangs, and like one attitude or something like that. <laughs> that can't be it. <laughs> One motive in this Death. in this brand new thrillomedy. 
they're just like throwing words at they just hired like this brand new copywriter out of college and he's like i got it he's like it's a lot but i got it all all right let's let's uh head down the coast to canaima california yeah yeah they moved from san francisco so Mm -hmm. that was um one thing that honestly i was a little bit confused about Mm -hmm. um this woman was a successful stockbroker yeah Mm -hmm. in san francisco Mm -hmm. the man was a doctor in san francisco Mm -hmm. and they act like they don't have any money (laughs) i'm very confused by that (laughs) i'm also really curious about how that whole profession works like the medical profession works like i don't it almost felt like it was like case by case like he gets paid per um patient (laughs) which i don't know if that's how it works (laughs) maybe it does i i don't know but because it almost seems like he's like wow i really hope everyone just gets really sick yeah so he sort of is like he makes a joke that he's his um daughter was like yeah someone's calling you dr death it's like kind they're not wrong the re the motive the motivation for why you're being called dr death isn't right because they're saying like you're killing these people but it's the fact that you want these people to get sick and die (laughs) or at least save them at the brink of death well i think (laughs) really he just stands i think really he just needs sam to die sam oh the the doctor doctor sam oh sam metcalf yeah he was uh so that he can uh, get his patients mm -hmm. yeah okay but we're getting ahead of ourselves we're getting we're getting into the nitty-gritty of the medical field and how doctors maybe don't want us to be healthy. (laughs) We're we're on back to something that we don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So we got to go to Canaima, California, but before we get there, we got to go to South America with Atherton and Manly. Yeah. So let's go. We're in South America. It's Venezuela specifically. What do you know about Venezuela, Danny? Um, you know, I know very little. I've never been there. So I know as much as whatever any movies have shown or told me. Casey? I know that in Venezuela there is a killer spider. A rare. Ooh, that's spider. at the top of the food chain. Yeah. That's scary. Although um, it seems to never leave that little area. Maybe it orders. Yeah, it's like it just it lives in that tree. Maybe they have like a grub hub set up. (laughs) Other animals. There's like snakes like carrying prey for them. They're like, we're good. You're not going to kill me, right? Because I'm bringing you the food. (laughs) Don't shoot the messenger. Don't kill the messenger. (laughs) Um, Wait, how did he? You just Zach put his arms up like don't shoot, but it's a snake (laughs) which doesn't have hands. (laughs) Um, But we get it. We get it. From yes. a screenplay standpoint, yeah, yeah, this movie is so good. A hundred percent. It's so good anyways, 99%. but like the screenplay is just like yeah. awesome. There's, there's no fat. Right? Exactly. There's no fat. You always yeah. say that. This movie has no fat on it. Like, What's wrong yeah. with fat, though? Yeah, Danny, what is wrong with fat? I'm a little overweight, Danny. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to say? Mm-hmm. Explain so yourself, So this Danny. is more, this has to do more with like cooking and culinary arts. 
you know, when you're trimming the fat from meat. No, but people like it. fat in culinary arts as well. I mean, you don't want. Yeah, but they still trim who it. Who fucking wants low fat milk? Nobody really wants low fat milk. You want full fat milk. Butter. Who drinks yeah. milk? Ugh. A lot of people use milk. I don't like milk I drink either. oat milk. I can't drink milk. It's gross. I would not be. If I had just drunk milk, I would not be sitting here right now. <laughs> I'd be sitting somewhere else. <laughs> I'd be on my porcelain throne. I uh, I just think. Um, I really, it's unfortunate, sorry, off topic here, it's unfortunate how much I love cheese and ice cream because the idea of milk actually really grosses me out. Yeah. So I don't drink milk. So you're just drinking uh, Who thought of that? milk from a cow. Who thought of that? Uh, nature? No, I mean, what person, what human being <laughs> thought nature? of, let me drink the drink. white liquid that's coming out of this fucking animal? Just staring at yeah. that cow. So gross. Like, I feel like I could use you for a lot. I know. Get some meat. I know. Get some juice. I'm sure. Yep. Anyway, I was just watching this nature documentary on whales and they were saying how the breast milk from a whale is actually very thick breast milk, which makes sense because if it wasn't whales have have breasts. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever they're feeding off of here, let's Google. (laughs) So that movie. uh, okay, we're going to get back to arachnophobia here in a second. But that movie, movie 43 with Hugh Jackman and he's got Uh the balls hanging off his chin. I just picture like a whale swimming through the ocean with like boobies. Like (laughs) think about how big those would be. Oh, man. Well, okay. Do whales produce milk? This is from BBC Wildlife magazine. The need for milk is an essential part of the development of any young mammal and being aquatic makes breastfeeding considerably harder. Nursing their young with milk is one of the things that defines mammals. So whales definitely do have mammary glands and they do produce milk. Okay. So suck on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But spiders don't produce milk because they're arachnids. Yeah. 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 And they feed their babies. But this this particular uh, species of spiders is a little different. They work like, um, Mm -hmm. they're almost like bees. They have a little colony, which is unique. Yep. And this yep. is what sets them apart in their, uh, this is what frightens, or maybe it doesn't frighten, but it sort of sets off some alarms for Dr. Atherton, uh, played by Julian Sands. It was like, oh, uh, yeah, poor, poor Julian Sands. Like, Why? yeah. Can we talk about that for a second? Nobody has found him yet. I genuinely, what is one of the saddest stories I've heard in a long time. So back in January, Julian Sands went missing in the Southern California mountains. Yeah. And nobody has found him yet. Oh, it's wow. He's like yeah. 65. Well, he's dead. Uh, I hope not. Yeah. He has I don't to be, know. Danny. I know, but I you just, know what's out there, bears. Yeah. And spiders. But I guess he was like a big wildlife and person and loved to like areas hike and do all that stuff. And so. Oh, that is sad. Man, Did he go? He went shame. alone? I guess. I had th- I uh, thought I had read that he was with a group and some people had come back, but that is could be complete oh, maybe. information from maybe. my end. Um, but what a good actor he is! So good, so uh, like he's one of those actors who just has that natural charm. Mm-hmm. Like he, I, I trust him. He seems like he knows what he's talking about with yeah. the spiders. Yeah. yeah, even like in even in Warlock, I trust him. <laughs> oh yeah, he was in Warlock. He's like, uh, in the same way, I trust Indiana Jones with archaeology. Like, Indy, I don't know what you're talking about, but I trust that you know know what you're talking about. Same goes with Mr. Sands. I'm going to jump ahead here for a second. One of my favorite lines in this fucking movie 
is when <laughs> uh, Atherton comes to Kanaima and they're like sitting in the mm-hmm. morgue or the lab or whatever. And, and uh, John Goodman's character, Delbert McClintock, <laughs> comes in and he says, <laughs> I think he like introduces himself and he says, Delbert McClintock, infestation management. It's always nice to meet a colleague. Listen, I, during the opening credits, I saw John Goodman as Delbert and I thought, what the fuck kind of name is Delbert? And then um, when he showed up, I was like, well, that's a Delbert. Uh, yeah, for he's, sure. He's such a great character. Chosen a better name. <laughs> okay, you guys. So I go to visit Danny in San Francisco and his fucking keyboards are so thocky. The thock on those keyboards is so milky I'm gonna and punch creamy. You. Why would you say thocky? What even kind of word <laughs> oh, is that? It's, just, it's fucking ripe with that thock. <laughs> is that, you know what that makes me think of? Thick cock? Is that what that's supposed to represent? Because that's what that sounds like. Yeah, all of my keyboards are thick cocks. Thick cock, <laughs> thick cock keyboards. Yeah. For listeners out there, if you don't know, Danny has a obsession with keyboards, right? Yes. So he's like, do you want to see my keyboards? I'm like, sure, man, let me see your keyboards. So he pulls out like three different keyboards and we're testing them. We're typing on them. And I'm like, Ooh, that feels nice. Whatever. That sounds nice. The, the click on these is nice, whatever. And he like gets out these, this, he's got like, he's got like a fucking toolkit with like little <laughs> bits of different inserts you can put under the keys and all the stuff. He's got tools and this switches. and that switches. Thank you. Yes, they, make switches. The, they make the, and, uh, the pressure different and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, he said, uh, He's like, he's saying oh, there's all these like describing words for the sounds that these and feeling that these keyboards yeah. make. Thock creamy, is one of them. marbly. He thocky. said creamy, marbly, milky. I don't Wait, like it. Milky yeah. is one I'm of them, right? I'm against it. But to your point, Casey, that's also how I describe. Oh, not <laughs> I was gonna say it's also how I describe my cock. Yeah, marbly, creamy, milky, marbly. <laughs> well, you know, hard. Oh, it's yeah. hard it's like marble. marble. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Imagine being at a hookup, being like, "Wow, you're so marbly." You're hard. We just had marble. some marble cake. <laughs> oh, it's like marble cake. <laughs> it's multicolored. Marble cake is good though, because I don't really like chocolate cake, but if it's mixed with yellow cake, I'll mm-hmm. eat it. Yeah. Oh, yellow cake with chocolate frosting. Oof. Okay, moving on. Um, Oh, but you were talking about screenwriting. Um, screenwriting. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, screenwriting. The screenplay for this is so good because, okay, like some of the things when they get to, like, first of all, the movie opens with no music, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. They get there. Uh, Manley's on the boat. He meets up with Atherton at like this little launch pad thing. And Atherton says, what was it? Tep- I wrote it down. Tep- Tepui? Tepai? Yeah. Tepui? Tempui, thank you. Tempui? Tepui? Anyways, they're like, what's that? And he's like, it's this mountain that we're going to where species have lived in isolation for millions of years. And then just right there, you're like, well, shit. We know what that means. You know they're not going to be in isolation for much longer because... Yep. You get all that context and set up right out of the gate. You, I mean, you basically have... This is set up like a traditional horror movie. You have, like, Mm -hmm. a mysterious exploration a monster introduction and an opening kill. Yeah. Yeah. I actually not having seen the movie, but knowing exactly, obviously what it's about. Um, I thought that the camera or that the photographer had already been bitten. 
Oh, spider. okay. Because he had is, like a fever. Well, that's the fever. thing. I yeah. think it throws you off because it threw me off too watching it where I was like, wait, why are they establishing that he's already sick? And I guess it's so that when he does get sick later, when he gets, well, no, I guess that's not, or no, yeah. I guess when he gets bitten later, they don't attribute it to a bite necessarily. They're like, well, he was sick right. to begin with. And so the fever just, just got talk it. About right. clever yeah. screenwriting. That's a that's a great way to kind of establish. That. Well, and that goes through the whole. Yeah, it goes through the whole movie, like with um, uh, Margaret, where it's like, OK, and it's so good that like he took her off those pills and then yep. he's the new doctor in town. And he took her off the pills and then she gets bit. And so nobody thinks about it being a spider. And like, it's just so clever how they did that. Um, yeah, very clever. And so right before we meet our monster for the first time, we see like its eyes, I think really closely um, when they're going down into this like Canyon, this Valley, whatever. Yeah. And they're like lowering the rope and he's like, I'm not going down that thing. And Atherton's like, dude, wait, it's for our equipment. Like just chill out. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this. I've seen this movie a handful of times and this is the first time that I had noticed this. They're walking down into the Canyon and it's like a wide shot. You see them like off in the distance and you see their equipment being lowered on the rope. And it's just like a spider coming down on its web. Oh, that's And so I was good. like, dude, that is so cool. Just like that's that fun so little detail. Uh-huh. Wow, I never caught that. Oh, man, I just, I was like, oh, dude, that's awesome. That's, um, love it. But we do see, so they, they fumigate the tree and all these mm-hmm. things, are, all these insects and butterflies and stuff are starting to fall down. And they hear like a thud and they're like, oh, my God. Uh, So they go and they find a spider. This is where we are introduced to our main monster for the movie, Mm -hmm. um, which I called Mama Bear. But it turns out when they're making the movie, um, I guess it's a male spider. And so when they were making the movie, they called it Big Bob. (laughs) Oh, really? Because at one point they call it the general. So I was calling it. So you you call it Big Mama. They called it. Oh, I called it the general and they called it Bob. So we can, big general mama, Bob, <laughs> big general, general mama, Bob. mama, Bob, general mama, Bob. There you go. General mama, Bob. <laughs> Rolls right off the tongue. Yeah. Uh, so I was saying mama bear, but, uh, because the first time I, I got to mama bear because the first time we see it is when manly kills one of its babies, one of its mm-hmm. soldiers or whatever, because they're like, it wasn't dead. And so he like just squishes it. And yep. then we see like her pissed off kind of like, I'm coming for you, buddy. Yep. And she does. I, or he does. I'm not sure. But then it like, they, it like targets Manly. Which I love. And that's the thing. They kind of set it up like spoilers. But like later on, they kind of talk about how these spiders are sort of, they do kind of retaliate. They have a mission and it is to sort of decimate and, and control the territory. But I guess in this case. Yeah. Their territory is very like confined when they're in Venezuela Mm -hmm. and the fact that they're moved, they're allowed to spread and they're allowed to grow where there are more people. Um, So they are like, it's not just a case of, you know, like, well, okay, for lack of a better example, our next movie that we're covering is about a bear attack. In that case, you just happen to be in, you know, the realm of this bear. So you're in their territory. So they're going to attack or defend it's based on a true story fyi well that's the thing exactly and that's how like most 
predatory animal or animals in general are is they'll like defend. But these ones actually are, you know, for lack of a better term, but very on brand for us at least, is they're monsters. Like they want they they are attacking. They are like out to kill and consume and take over and mm-hmm. spread like a disease. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're they're here to fuck shit up. Which yeah. I appreciate. They're here to suck you dry. Oh yeah, when Manly comes back and he's all I I, yeah, it's funny because I was I was wondering about that just in general. I'm like, they didn't preserve him at all. He's gonna be a puddle by the time he gets yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's what they were going for. Um, They're doing a puddle but Manly does say up. you had mentioned Danny that they call him the general, and mm-hmm. Manly does say like, "Oh, this is a soldier. I'd hate to see the general." And then like the oh, fucking yeah. general is coming for you, Manly. Like, mm-hmm. uh it's uh, when they do like this, you, all you're doing is seeing like the legs of the kind of clearly mechanical spider, but yeah. it's still really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but done well. Yeah. Yes. Well, I wasn't yeah. expecting. I would prefer that over like CG. That's why I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. like all of the smaller spi- spiders. All of the smaller spiders <laughs> are uh, real spiders. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. So how do you train spiders? Well, the filmmakers in this little featurette I saw, they did like a spider Olympics and they whatever, but oh, they, cute. they like got all different kinds of spiders and they saw like which one would be, yeah. which one was like the perfect fit for this yeah. kind of, uh, uh, thing. And so, uh, they found these little, these little, I don't know, they're, they're pretty big, yeah, but, uh, um, it's gotta be frustrating in this industry to be typecast as a villain in every movie that you're in the spider. <laughs> It's like to be a spider, (laughs) but I guess that's changed a little bit with the Marvel movies and Spider-Man. Yes. Oh, true. You know, like an act, like a spider actor could go into an audition right now and it's not just guaranteed to be like, oh, you're not a good fit for this, but we have this, you know, villain or monster who shows up and I think you'd be great for that. It's like, well, I haven't even auditioned. It's like, I know, but. Is it because I'm a spider? You're not great. No, no, no. You're not saying I just, just based on your look. We have this role of a cab driver. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> Let me guess. The, the cab driver turns around and tries to spin them in a web. Yeah, but that's not we're not yeah. making any like we're not implying anything. So, yeah. So I'm just glad that 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 um, stereotype is sort of for the most part is kind of quashed. It's gone. Yeah. Thank you, Spider-Man. Yeah. Thank you, Toby. Well, Thank spider- you, Spider-Man. Thank you, spider, Sam. He's, he's, Thanks, Peter he's Parker. a person who's ri- he was bitten by a spider. So, that's true. I wasn't gonna say it. I was but gonna see, let that's you That's all about that's that's how you turn and rewrite a narrative. That mm-hmm. journey could have gone dark, and the spider and Peter Parker working together, you know, kind of they did like a pivot, a necessary pivot. Well, have you seen Spider Man Three? He gets very emo. <laughs> that's true. So, I mean, that's inevitable, though, isn't it? He dances it? in like a jazz. You know, club you live. all black. It's you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become emo. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what Two Face says, right? Yeah. In Spider-Man yeah, Three. Two Face in Spider-Man Three. All right. General Big Mama Bob sneaks into Manley's coffin after killing him. No one knows he's killed him. And the body is brought back to his hometown in California, which is what is the name of it? Kanaima. 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 Why was there a big hole like, in the coffin? 
they put the stakes like they put those big branch things through it to carry oh, it. Because to when carry that it. when he gotcha. crawled in there, I was like, dude, that annoys me. Like they could have yeah. just made him crawl up the side into uh-huh. it. Why would they put this giant fucking hole in it? So then when yeah. I saw the things go through it, I was like, okay, I'm not gotcha. as gotcha. Okay, that's gotcha. good. So I missed yeah. that yeah. too. Okay. Okay, I yeah. like that. Yeah. As long as you can justify it, then I'm happy yeah. with it. But yeah, what do you know? It happens to be in the same town that Dr. Jeff Daniels and his family. Dr. Jeff Daniels. (laughs) Dr. Jeff. Can you imagine like Jeff Daniels character in Dumb and Dumber? It was Harry Dunn. um, Yes. Being this character, just like replace Harry Dunn with. I mean, (laughs) as somebody who. um, He's like a pet doctor. I mean, I. He's a vet. As somebody who really, um, I've seen other things with Jeff Daniels, but I literally could not tell you any of them because Dumb and Dumber ruled my life for my childhood. Uh, I did think about him as Harry Dunn quite often. Uh Dude, the first time. So like, I think as a kid, Dumb and Dumber was my introduction to Jeff Daniels. And then as I grew up, I watched more and more movies, you know, more you get older and you're watching more adult movies. And the first time I saw him, I watched Terms of Endearment and he's in oh. that. And he's like, I was like, what? That Jeff asshole. Daniels is it like a dramatic actor. Yeah. Like, exactly. What That's hell? what I mean. <laughs> and you don't realize, exactly. It's kind of like retroactive. Like you don't realize that he actually was this very dramatic actor. Yeah. For most yeah. of his career. And yes. like, Dumb and Dumber and was the odd thing out the for The silly him. turn. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was him like making a very odd career choice. Oh, so good. <laughs> That's funny. Man. Yeah. No, he's, he's a great actor. Um, and then his wife, Molly, played by um, mm-hmm. Harley Jane Kozak, um, her first movie was House on Sorority Row. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Look at that. And uh, she was also recently in one of the I Spit on Your Grave sequels. Okay. <laughs> Gross. Interesting. Yeah. We'll have to cover I feel like we have to watch the original at some point. Uh, the first that's remake. harsh. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? I don't know anything really about oh, it. Oh, you don't know what I Spit on Your Grave is about? I mean, I know the general gist, but I don't know enough to... I know it's like a revenge tale. Think about like Last House on the Left. Yeah. And just like... Yeah. Multiply ugh, it. Oh, God. Multiply it. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Gross. Oh, we don't have to cover that. Oh, it's good. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll do the sequel with Molly. Even and then I I, I did see the re, the original remake that they made the original yeah. remake. Um, but you know they had like multiple sequels of the remake version. That's going to um, be a new phrase someday because they're going to keep doing remakes. Yeah. You know the the, the, original, the original remake. remake. Um, and that is pretty harsh too because like yes the original is harsh so they're like we uh-huh. know we need to go harsh but we also need to up the stakes a bit. Um, yeah. Oh God. Yeah, it's pretty okay. Pretty fucked. Ooh. Okay, so where were we? Harley, huh? One of my favorite things, like, when they move into the house and she's, like, they're, like, this is, like, a few scenes ahead there. She's, like, up in her, like, room where she's going to start working or something. And she's, like, look at this light. On the best day in the city, we didn't get light this good. And, like, (laughs) you see, I think you see, like, a fluorescent light, like, (laughs) on the ceiling. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and I was uh, like, "Oh, uh, the light in this room is not that good." Molly. Yeah, I mean, you're, you should not be. If you're happy about the lighting situation, you shouldn't have to be using overhead light. You always only use <laughs> right. a lamp. We don't use overhead lights. Right. 
fluorescent we always, light. Yeah, we joke matter. about that. We're like, we we only put on the overhead light in like extreme circumstances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to use overhead lights sometimes, but. Uh, the big light. The big light is the real monster. Can I just say one thing I love about this movie, love, love, love about this movie, and I wanted to get it out of the way now, now that we've established our two big like opening, like establishing like the Venezuela and the, the town, which the name I will never remember. Canaima. Canaima. Um, I would argue that this movie is like the epitome of a 90s Amblin movie. Amblin mm-hmm. You know, like when I think of like what an Amblin movie is, it's like you have the you open up on like an island adventure. Doesn't have to open up on it, but you've got the island adventure, monsters, small town, kind of like a cozy vibe, but there's still this looming threat. And it's horror, but there's like it's not there are there's some comedy in here, but it's not like Unless we're talking about John Goodman's character, it's not like outright mm-hmm. comedy. There's just this sort of it's like a, of it's like a thrillomedy kind of thrillomedy. It's like a thrillomedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's really <laughs> we, you know, we paid our intern. We may as well use the content that he's giving us. So <laughs> yeah, it's like a thrillomedy. Oh my god, what was that? line at the picnic that she says that was so funny oh <laughs> i didn't write so, it down. <laughs> so she's talking about uh the molly is talking to like some neighbors or something and she's like oh so and so what are you going to major in and she looks and she says jim <laughs> and then uh the coach like comes around and he says like i'm the coach or something and oh and uh molly says Oh, so like nepotism, huh? <laughs> and the wife says, actually, we're Baptists. <laughs> uh, That's great. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, I thought really this good. movie was funny. Every, like John Goodman fucking killed me. Every time he was on the screen, I yeah. literally just cracked up. I did cry laughing at one point when he was in the basement and they said, what should we do? And he said, Take out Badwood, put in Goodwood. <laughs> and I just cried laughing. And everything about him, his character. I loved the way that his hair curled around his little hat and his glasses yeah. and the way that he talked. And he just thought that he was just the coolest guy ever because he was an exterminator. Well, he was like in his own movie in a way. Like he even had like his own like theme yes, song. Yes, every time he came. Yeah. But I think it was movie, like a sitcom. Yeah, but the music. movie was <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, Danny, that's kind of like to your point, like the Amblin, it's like peak Amblin. It's yeah. like his little theme song that he it had. It allows like his little, things like that yeah. to fit in without yeah. it feeling like it's well, out of place. It's like, okay, we've established these sort of this very I don't know, like soft entry points into multiple genres. So you can have like an extreme horror ending. You can have an extremely silly character yeah and it fits it doesn't feel last episode we had what was supposed to be the like silly electrician that did not work at all and then Uh we had the silly exterminator that was amazing where it works perfectly yeah yeah is arachnophobia just the better no we're not doing this (laughs) no no (laughs) No. house two is indiana jones on this one no (laughs) i do like to think that those two characters had have worked together before going off into their separate movies because mm-hmm. they that, have like a oh, similar vibe. That would be a fun spinoff. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but Casey in that there. same scene where he's like in the basement looking at the floor and stuff, <laughs> and she's like leading him through the the base, like look over here, look over here, and he says, <laughs> he said, would anyone object if I just tore out this whole floor? <laughs> and she's like, I would, and he said, okay, false alarm, lead on. <laughs> He also has that great line where he's walking because it's a wine cellar and he's like looking at all the Uh wines and she's like, yeah, my husband collects wine. He's like, I collect beer cans myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's like so, it's just so good. It's so clever. But he actually, it like, he starts it off as like a bit, like it's like a stupid joke, but then he actually goes into detail that he actually does collect rear beer cans. So it's like, oh, okay. So maybe Jeff Daniels character is just like a snob, but you actually appreciate the art. It's like a misprinted Budweiser or something like that. Yeah. Um, I love that. So funny. Uh, but our monster has has traveled to Kanaima by way of mm-hmm. Crow. <laughs> uh, well, oh, tra- okay, that. so it travels to Kanaima by way of Manly's coffin, right. but it gets to mm-hmm. uh, the Jennings farm by yeah. way of Crow. Yeah, um, and I love that like this badass spider like comes out of this thing and chases away the pets, and then this bird's just like "fuck you," <laughs> he grabs them, but and then, then the spider's so like "no, good. fuck you." And yeah, exactly. Then the crow just like dies. That's so, that's mm-hmm. such a good touch. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Oh gosh. And then the kid goes to get the baseball and like, it just, it's right there. And then it crawls away. Um, this movie just has, this movie's not like scary. It just gives you the heebie jeebies kind of. Yeah. yeah. Where you keep thinking something's like, mm-hmm. like it's, oh, I just, that, that sensation of a spider crawl or any kind of bug crawling on you is sort of like, what this movie makes you feel while you're watching it. Yeah. You get itchy. You get itchy, creepy crawly. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you guys have personal stories? Like, do you have like a thing that like set you off with spiders? See, I don't know. I I can't, um, you know, I was kind of doing some research on arachnophobia and um, the actual phobia, not the movie. uh, Yeah. Specifically. Um, and they say, like, how do these things happen? How do we get phobias and whatnot? And uh, they say that usually there's like an incident when you're young or sometimes you can pick up your phobia from like your parents. If they mm-hmm. have been scared of something or whatever, you're just like it's ingrained in you to also be scared of that thing. Um, yeah. But I don't remember like a certain thing that really. I don't think I think with arachnophobia, it's very much like just a. People think that spiders are creepy when they're yeah. young and then they just continue to think spiders are creepy. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's I just like um, this movie made me afraid of spiders. Ironically. <laughs> well, they're like, yeah. you know, I mean, not a lot of people are like afraid of spiders to where they're like, you know, irrationally it's afraid like, of spiders. Yeah. But a lot of people Crippling. are afraid of spiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people don't like spiders at all, mm-hmm. you know, and I I don't mind spiders. I've never really minded spiders or bugs at all in general. Uh, when I see them, if they catch me off guard, I'll do the, huh! but then like, yeah. I'm cool. It's just a spider, you know, watching this movie though. I found out that I do not like it when there's like hundreds and thousands of spiders in one house. <laughs> don't like that. You don't want, you're afraid of the, the army. Yeah. And my mom, I, I specifically remember this one time. My mom is terrified of spiders and we were in the car and we were going to the hangout, which was a venue in oh, Edinburgh. The hangout, a local yeah. venue. Yeah, uh, we were going to see a pop punk show, and uh, 
You go to the you my, go to the punk my, rock show. Yeah, the punk rock show. <laughs> my mom was driving us. It was like there were four of my friends and my mom, so the car was like packed, and there was a spider that was like up on like the like the um, <laughs> visor. Yes, there was a spider that was up on the visor, and my friend Cree like pointed it out. And my mom started, my mom was going to get us into a car accident (laughs) over this goddamn spider and kill all of us. And she started like freaking out and Cree was trying to like hit it with her shoe to kill it. And my mom's like swerving all over the place. And it was, she stopped and got out and it was so stupid. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, I've had a spider in the car before and it, like you're, yeah, you're driving and like, oh, I had, I was on my way home from Gary once and I swear there was probably one that was like, was that like a half dollar? Size of a, size. That's like a cue ball. <laughs> like yeah, a cue yeah. Ball. With its legs and all, it was it was huge. And I was in the Jeep and I I was like, I think I was on the phone with Matt and I was like, huh, there's a really big spider in here. And it was just like crawling around the ceiling and stuff. And he was like, you should probably get it out. I was like, yeah, I will. So I pulled over and I was trying to get it out of the car and it kept like crawling into like the door oh thing. So I was like what I don't using, like. a, using a piece of paper to get it out. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I got it though. It's cool. Danny, what about you? Do you have a story? When I was in college, when we were in college, uh, mm-hmm. I was in my bedroom. Okay, so first, let me give you a very quick little prologue to this incident. I was in the bathroom, and there was a tiny little spider web in the corner of the room, and with the tiniest little spider. And I was like, you know what? My instinct wants me to like get rid of the spider, but like I love a good Tim Burton movie and he's always like <sighs> saving the spiders and like James and the giant peach, you know, like I was like, no, oh, I'm going to be I love James and the giant peach. Yeah. And like he does, he saves the spider and the spider ends up becoming his friend. So I was like, I'm like a depressed, you know, 19 year old in college and there's a spider <laughs> like I'm going to, we'll be roommates. So I left it alone and it was there for quite a while to the point where I was like, I've got a little spider pet. Like, this is so cute. I never <laughs> see it leave the web. Like, this is great. Well, one day it's gone. And I was like, well, son of a bitch. Anyways, fast forward. I f- completely forget about the spider. But I notice I start waking up and I have these like itchy bites on my legs. And I've been noticing no. them more frequently. And they're like all over. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, oh, my God. Do I have like fucking bed bugs? I was like, God damn it. This is disgusting. Well, it wasn't bed bugs. They were spider bites. Was that spider you saved? One night or How one day, whatever. You? I look up. Now I had huge, like in this apartment, they have like cathedral ceilings. Like vaulted ceilings. Yeah. Yeah. Vaulted yeah, when you're on cathedral, the top. Cathedral, <laughs> like stained glass windows. Um what are you? And Michelangelo? I, <laughs> I was just I was just painting in the Sistine Chapel and I look over and there's a spider. <laughs> um no, there's a spider. And it could have been a different spider, but I I know it wasn't. It was this spider. It was Fred. It was Fred. Mm. And Fred had been taking like, had been drinking protein shakes or something. (laughs) Fred had gotten so large. Doing squats? Yeah. (laughs) Doing eight-legged squats. (laughs) And I walked in on him squatting and I was like, and he looked and then he was like, all like roided up, like freaking out. You know what that reminds me of. (laughs) Right? Eight-legged freaks. No. It's not a spider that I'm thinking of. You guys don't... 
Nightmare on Elm Street, the cockroach. She's working out. Oh, she turns into a cockroach. Oh That's the grossest God. scene in history. It's one my favorite. I fucking hate it. I cannot watch it. <laughs> so repulsive. Oh, Sorry. that's the worst. Not only repulsive, but such a mean kill that is just like, it's like layer mm-hmm. on layer on layer of everything I don't like. Um, but anyways, I see the spider and it is in like the corner between like the wall and the ceiling and it is just chilling there. And I see this fucking little hole in the ceiling. Oh. And I was like, that motherfucker. So I completely gear up. I put on <laughs> pant pants and long sleeve shirt, a beanie so that I can't get in my head. I put on socks <laughs> and I roll them over my jeans. I put on yes. sneakers. Smart. Smart. I put on gloves. I am completely decked out because I am so scared it's going to like lunge out at me. I grab a bottle of Windex and I don't know what some tool it must. It might have even just been like a, a, a roll of paper towels. And I grab a stool from the kitchen. <laughs> some a tool. And, <laughs> you know, Danny, I'm the sorry tool that, that is. Listen. Like how Danny's never worked a day. I don't want to be an asshole, <laughs> but that was so gay. <laughs> I got this weird tool thing from the kitchen. <laughs> it's like a roll of paper towels. <laughs> well, I go in like. I remember this. Like, I even remember it being like Danny being ridiculous. But I was, guys, when I tell you the spider was enormous. So here I am. Like, I saw this spider as like a friend at one point. And now I'm ready to murder it. (laughs) So I put the stool and I still like, this is how tall the ceiling was. I could not reach the ceiling, even standing on this kitchen stool. So I'm standing up there. I've got the Windex and I'm I'm guessing, let's call it paper towel like this roll and I'm like ready. I'm like, okay, I'm going to spray and then hit because I've got to like, you have to time it up perfectly. Otherwise it might get away or it'll, you know, lunge at my face. So I do that. And the spider like sees me coming. It's doing that, like that little like twitch. Like it's like, what are you doing? You're coming at me or what's happening? (laughs) Do I attack? Am I, should I run? And so anyways, I finally fuck, I get it. I spray it. It's slow. And the second I spray it, I whack but it ran too quickly into the hole, but I did hit the legs like, and I got like two of its legs on the paper towel. So I know I damaged it, but it still fled. So I've now created like this ain't we, we went from friends to like frenemies to like old friends who have like a personal vendetta against each other. And I just like, imagine him like in this hole in the wall, just like, like planning as he's dying he's like trying to figure out like his final kill like how he'll come for me yeah imagine if the spider took two of your legs exactly well i would i that would be much harder for me (laughs) you're like i know i damaged Um, it but then it fled (laughs) like i i know i'm like being dramatic but if you had seen this the way the scenario played out was truly dramatic the way the spider like we were really having like a face-off and it like got away and i like got I kind of got it, but I didn't get it completely. But then I had never seen the spider again. So he's like, fuck this place. I guess place. he just died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he either Windex. moved out or he died. <laughs> yep. So they find the little spider in the house. The kid comes out. He's like, daddy, daddy, there's a spider. And he's like, okay, let's get your mom to fucking catch it or <laughs> kill it. Um, she puts it in the barn. They go back later 
and she sees the big fucking web and she comes out and she's like, our little spider's been busy. Like, do you think that that little spider is the only spider in that whole barn? I know. Yeah, she underplays it so much. <laughs> that's not a point where you're like impressed. That's where you should be afraid. Like, that's the moment. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shit. I've never seen anything like that in my life outside of a horror movie. Yeah, I um, thought that too. But our big, our big uh, general mama Bob, uh, really, mm-hmm. it like mates with this little spider. Like, yeah. how does that work? Okay, so and I, then they get like I had to look this up because spiders. I was a little confused. So apparently, on how spiders have sex? Yeah, and I just like stared at the screen, and I, I was just like really <laughs> into it. <laughs> but uh, apparently, he mates with this house spider. They produce offspring, and then he mates with one of the offspring to create the queen because the queen needs to have, like, that DNA. Because oh, I was so confused. Shit. Okay, like, how did because that... then the baby... How was there Because a queen then the baby has if... his DNA, too. So when he has... Yes. When he mates with one of his babies, then... Okay. Yeah, that's why the queen is... Because I was like, how the fuck... Wait, this is a tiny little spider. I don't okay, understand. so... Here's a question. In the finale, in the climax, he's fighting two spiders in the cellar. Yes. Right? He gets the one and against yeah. it's like a the queen and so General Mama Bob. General Mama Bob is the big one at the very end. Yeah. That's the original Venezuelan. Okay, like, and the queen is the one that he like shoots into the or he flings it into the electrical panel. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that's yep. it and then the other one comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Okay. That, that threw that me. T- it's a little confusing. Confusion. They don't really yeah. set that up enough. Yeah. We should. We would be remiss to um, skip over the fact that our main character has arachnophobia. Oh, we didn't yeah. mention that, did we? <laughs> yeah. So, like, it is a very like, which I really appreciate because not only does it sort of subvert your sort of expectation for the quote unquote hero of the story to be right. sort of yeah. flawless, he is the scaredy cat. You know. Everything about yeah. his, he, I wouldn't say he's a jerk by any means. He seems like a decent guy, but like he is sort of a, like he's kind of a wine snob and he, he's not that there's something. But even that feels a little forced where. Well, he was from San Francisco, Danny. He's one of your people. Exactly. Yeah. I am. I'm more of a, a whiskey, a whiskey snob. Keyboard. Well, I almost Although feel like snob. I almost feel like he was just like becoming a wine snob. Like he just like was trying yeah. to fit into that. I think so too. Bit like he was uh, he was just getting into it. That's what that's the feeling I got. Yeah, which I feel like plays into that really well with the character where he is sort of he's not what you think. You know, he's not that hero. He's not this. You know, he's the doctor, so he he should be very refined and you know well learned and this you know something that feels as snobby as being this like wine collector, at least in the way that he is, uh-huh. you know, he's like, he like yelling at the movers to like, don't break the bottle. Do you know what that is? Like, da, 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 da. yeah, but it all is kind of for show. Cause he's just this sort of scaredy cat. He's established as kind of like a cocky alpha mm-hmm. when he actually isn't any of those things. It's all sort of for yeah. show. And he has to kind of find himself by the end by like actually getting his hands dirty. Did you guys ever watch the Drew Carey show? Oh uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Could, oh, Mimi. Mimi. 
I love those people. And I, I love like the, the, the horror trope or the just movie trope, I guess not just horror movies where like the coroner or like the funeral director, mortician or whatever, they're always eating. They're always eating like a sandwich or yeah. something. And it's just yeah. Like, and then he just so sets funny. it on the autopsy table. <laughs> what is, is that supposed to like imply that it's like, this is just like, this doesn't gross yes, them out. I think I, so. Which yeah. kind of ties back yeah. to that. When that conversation we've had where it's like, I don't like eating certain foods when I'm watching something gross. Yeah, but oh, you see, yeah. like putting a sandwich on an autopsy table is a lot different. <laughs> you know, like there's actual dead bodies on the table. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. I just think like looking at like guts being ripped open as I'm putting like a gooey, like saucy fried pasta. chicken into my mouth. Oh, okay. like I can't or pasta. I can't help but like. Make the disconnect. Ooh, sausage. Yeah, like a good and marble like sausage. Gut ripping scene, and as you're marble eating, as you're ripping sausage. Right, exactly. Oh. <laughs> Which is weird. We got a flyer in our mailbox that's like hot dog. There's gonna be like a free hot dog <laughs> truck. <laughs> Just <don't> flyer. Just <laughs> hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> no, it's like in the church parking lot of our tiny little shitty fucking town. They're going to be giving away free hot dogs every Sunday for like two months or something. <laughs> like, fucking so gross. <laughs> I wouldn't eat a hot dog anyway. I definitely wouldn't eat a hot dog from a fucking church parking lot for free. <laughs> oh, oh man. Like, why are you giving the hot dogs away? Exactly. What happened What's wrong to them? With them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you find them in the basement and didn't want to um, waste them? Like, <laughs> I'm going to be that guy and say, I fucking love hot dogs. <laughs> well... No, I enjoy a good hot dog every now and then. I can't think about it though. Yeah, I, the consistency. Yeah, freaks yeah me out. I mean, you know, I don't eat meat, but even when I did eat meat, I do not. I didn't eat like ground meat. So yeah. Do you remember the texture? The uh, do you remember my bloody Valentine where the dude gets boiled in hot dog water? Yes, I sure do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I cannot. Bo- Some people like to boil their hot dogs. Uh-huh. Mine need to be like crispy oh, okay outside, yeah like, it's weird it needs to be grilled I, I you know it's you know it's good split that bad boy down the middle put some butter in the pan put it flat on the grill pan it? grill it just on the on the stove okay sear mm-hmm. it sear it okay sear it yeah thank you um, um all right yeah i feel like boiling them is like a poor person's way to eat them but which is weird because like it doesn't require any more or less uh Money, you know, but yeah, (laughs) yeah, maybe Uh, it's easier. You just throw it, you don't have to check on it, you just boil it. And all right, everyone, welcome to Hot Dog Talk with the Boys. (laughs) (laughs) The Hot Dog Boys, we talk about marbly, marbly cocks and big old hot dogs. Hot dogs, (laughs) (laughs) this is our most. Phallic episode. Wet floppy it's dogs right. and and uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> wet. Fl- okay, okay. Wet floppy dogs and s- stiff marble rods. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> Kielbasa, bratwurst, ballpark franks, Wiener schnitzels, Italian sausage. Everything from wet floppy dogs to hard marble rods. This is Hot Dog Talk with the boys. Okay, where did we leave off in this fucking movie? 
Um, How do we get to hot dogs? Um, so one of the small details I loved about this movie was that there was, they were like, we haven't heard crickets in weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Yep. And you're just like, oh, shit. He's like, no, yeah, I guess we haven't, heard, we haven't heard fucking crickets either. Um, yeah. Yeah. What is this movie trying to say? Like, what is the ultimate, like, what's the moral of the story? Because they move in from the big city to like small town America and they have all these high expectations of this like kind of picturesque idyllic life but nothing is going according to plan between work and the spiders and the neighbors you know save for like a few a handful of like decent people because then by the end spoiler alert they move back so it's like well Mm -hmm. that was we messed up that was not that didn't go according to plan so I guess I've seen this movie a few times and I've never really stopped to think what the movie is trying to say about their journey. Like, is it that the idea of small town America is just not what it seems, you know, cause this generation of filmmakers is coming from, you know, they were kids in the fifties where the, the whole idea of idyllic America and the nuclear family was sort of, you could argue just a way to sort of, um, move people's attention away from how fucked up the world really right. was. You know, like Mad Men kind of does the same thing. It's like, look how great it is on the surface. And it's like, oh no, it's actually kind of, it's just as bad as it would be in any other era or yeah. with any other kind of facade. So maybe I'm answering my own question, but is that kind of, is that what you guys got from it? Is that sort of the, would you say that's like what they're trying to say? Nope, didn't get that at all. I'm getting a lot of nods. I thought it was a uh, creepy movie about spiders. Yeah, same. (laughs) Same. Uh, No, I didn't think like, I didn't stop to think like, what are they trying to say about this couple? I thought it was just like, here's a couple in a situation that fucking sucks. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, it's just like, in that case, like, why not just have them living in this town from the get go? Or like, or why not have them like stay in the town in the end? And like, I don't know. I was just... I felt like it was trying to say I don't know, like was it was part of it just like he's new in town and nobody really knows who he is and then all these people start dying maybe. as soon as he gets there like if he was already in the town maybe maybe that's maybe it's just that simple and he as was, the outsider yeah I mean there's probably other ways you could have done it's more that, narrative but, um, based than like having like thematic yeah that's fair I'm probably looking too deep into it okay well well speaking of that when they go back to San Francisco, we've talked about him being mm-hmm. a kind of wine snob or wannabe wine snob. We've talked yeah. about them moving from the city to the small town back to the city and what that means. This is like you, like Danny, you said, you've seen this a few times and this is the first time you stopped to think. This is the first time I thought about what's the significance of the wine bottle spilling over at the end. Like I get like on the surface, it's like, okay, this is this earthquake. Yes. But like, I feel like that means something else. And it's just like sitting there pouring out onto the floor. Maybe it's just like shit happens. You can't control your environment. And no matter where you go, you're going to run into spilled wine. So it's sort of like how you deal with it. Like that place had spiders. This place has earthquakes. No use crying. You know, you can't. And the, the wine kind of represents his like need for like this picturesque life, you know, like living large, everything's perfect. Mm -hmm. But no matter where he goes, when he was in the Canaima, 
he the fucking wine cellar was destroyed. When he's here, the wine's spilling over because earthquakes, you know, so it's unsturdy. You know, it's this idea that he, these expectations he has of this perfect life are just unrealistic. So you just sort of have to, not unlike the spider in this movie, you have to adapt to your surroundings. Hmm. This is one of those things where, like, whoever invested in this movie, whoever the, the financiers were, were trying to bring back prohibition. And they were like, fucking wine yep. is bad. Don't drink. Yep. If you're going to drink wine, it's going to either get wrecked in a cellar or spill. If you collect beer cans, you're going to have misprinted labels. Just don't drink. Just stay yep. away from alcohol. You're going to get all your neighbors killed. You're going to mm-hmm. be wanted for murder. Yep. This is why. Yeah. Bring back exactly. prohibition. Yep. This could have been the start of the golden age of prohibition 2.0. <laughs> the golden age. Of- Thanks, Spielberg. <laughs> he tried. Frank Marshall. Um, Frank Marshall. Yeah, Frank Marshall. He's trying uh, to be a this Marshall was his, in the his town. directorial debut, his feature directorial debut. Um, mm-hmm. And he was second unit director on all the Indiana Jones movies. And so crazy. He said, like, working with spiders was like just a natural progression because on Raiders, he was in charge of working with snakes. On Temple of Doom, it was all the bugs. On <laughs> Last Crusade, it was the rats. And so he's like, spiders were like no and big crystal thing. skull. He did it. He, he farmed all those killer ants. <laughs> yep. Cause they were all yep. real. Yeah. Um, but guess what guys? What? Guess what? who was the special effects lead on this movie? Chris oh. Wallace. Chris Wallace. I saw it and I was like, fuck Chris Wallace. Who was just, he, he was also too. the special effects lead on house too. <laughs> Chris Wallace, and he made the Gremlins and all that yep. good stuff. So yeah, he's done a lot of good stuff. This is probably the perfect time to bring up the spider crawling out of the man's nose. Oh yeah, mm. which I thought was was that the funeral guy? Uh huh. So I thought that it was interesting that they that I mean this man must have been him and his the woman who bleed his wife, they must have been scared of spiders because why would you not just let a spider crawl on your face? Well, okay. So Nina said the same thing. She was like, I guess he really doesn't like spiders because they made a whole fake body yeah, for that's this. expensive Two but, whole fake bodies. But I, I'm assuming they made the whole fake. Oh, Mimi was fake too in the, yeah. in the wide shot. I didn't see that, yes. but I'm assuming that they, made this whole body so that they could do the gag of the spider crawling out of his nose. Yeah, but they could have closed up on a nose and then gone out for the wide shot and had it been him. Yeah. That's a lot of money. I just, I just wonder maybe um, I, I agree with what you're saying, but I wonder if there was like other gags they were doing or maybe some ideas that that they had that maybe didn't get put in. Yeah. 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 Um, Also what, what I will say too about them, I am them when I go to places that have uh, cookies. Oh, totally! <laughs> like piling up everything that is on me. your plate. Yes, I, <laughs> do you guys want Tupperware? No, I'm good. Dude, I feel <laughs> like when I go places that have desserts, I feel disgusting because people don't eat enough at those things. Okay, period. No, they don't. Like people go through all of this effort to make tons of food and stuff, and nobody mm-hmm. eats it. So, if you have like 50 cookies left, I'm gonna, you know. Take yeah, if anything, I feel rude for eating too much, and I feel like I went overboard. Well, that's what I mean. I do feel rude because yeah. I'm like, well. 
No, we're, we're doing them a favor. <laughs> we're having a work. Yeah. It's like people, how in some cultures, like if you burp after eating or something. Yeah. It's like a good it's thing. It's like, thank yeah. you. Like yeah. you appreciate it. Like I'm just like scarfing down all these cookies you made. It's like, thank you. Um, did you like the, the, the fake bodies? Um, I didn't, I didn't mind no. them. I wasn't like, I was like, I wasn't like, oh, those are really good. Like I yeah. clearly saw that it was fake, but it didn't. They're no Kevin Yager, you know, take me out of it. Yeah. I feel like this is the kind of movie that you can get away with something yeah. not looking totally yeah. real yeah. because the movie itself is sort of feels close enough, like more fantasy. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of silly. a little heightened, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so we get Atherton is now called back into the town. We've had oh, his assistant yes. come in and they've they've done some things. Well, the spider has killed how many people up to this point? Uh, so we've got Manly. The couple. Manly. Start from the Margaret. Game. Margaret. Yes. Um, 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 the football um, Metcalf. player. Fo- the football player. Oh, yeah, the football player. Football player mm-hmm. Metcalf. And then... Um, and then Mimi and her husband. Man, I wish okay. I knew their names. I could look at I know. Up, I love that gonna... we're calling her Mimi. No, that's um, that's their name, Mimi and husband. <laughs> so six? Uh, yeah, six people. Okay. And then it ultimately gets Atherton. So that's seven. Right. Right. Um, well, should we count all it. the uh, crickets? I said people. We should. We should. I said people. Yes. So crickets aren't people. <laughs> I okay. guess they can be whatever they want to be. <laughs> But okay, okay so, so speaking of Atherton getting attacked by the spider, like, what was he thinking? Listen. Like, dude, yeah, you went that into that giant me. web and you're like flicking the thing saying, supper's ready, come on. I'm not. And then like attacks you and you're like, what the fuck? That felt so out of character. Mm-hmm. Like, I get, like, he's like, he's more interested in seeing like this magnificent no. big spider. No, but no? that's why I asked how many people that, that it killed. Because why are you not going in there with a, uh, like Danny did with his hazmat suit uh, oh, yeah. and his right. tool of paper, a roll of paper towels. <laughs> paper towels. Um, <laughs> you got to be prepared. You know, you like why to. did he not go in there fully covered? He could have been wearing something like a beekeeper suit or something that would have fully totally. protected something. him. Yeah. Anything. And even if he died, they could have shown, like, see how strong this spider right. is. Like, yes, yeah. something. So, yeah, that was, I know that for the sake of the movie, uh, things had to be done. Because part of it at the beginning when I was writing this down, I said, okay, the spider is the monster, but Atherton is the villain. And then I kind of took that back. I was like, eh, yeah, that doesn't really make sense. But he kind of is because... He brought this whole thing out of its own habitat. He brought it over. I mean, he didn't intentionally bring it over, but he would have. Well, if he, he was anyway. Yeah. And then. Um, and then he wasn't properly. But is he, he wasn't, any worse than Indiana Jones? Where like, you know, don't the idea you of, like, dare. Belong in a museum, don't you dare. Where it's like you go to. You know, you basically invade a culture outside of your own. Take specimens or artifacts from it. And kind of place it in, you know, in Indy's case, like a museum, but just some kind of like confinement. Because Atherton's just trying to study it. He's not like he's not like imprisoning it. Like, I I totally get what you're saying. And I agree. But like, I think his motivation was more for science rather than like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, you know, he's not like 
exposing but then it or, the issue, or trying to like profit. Then the yeah. issue is that yeah. yes, it's over here, it's doing all of this damage, and he's not properly he's not doing the proper procedures to I fix it because true, he goes yeah. in there all fucking willy-nilly instead of going yeah. in there in his proper attire so that he could take care of the situation. Because yeah. Yeah. if he died and he's the spider expert, what happens if <laughs> none of these other motherfuckers know what to <laughs> yeah. do? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. He's like, fuck these people. The fact that he sends his assistant yeah. just to go to like fix the problem without taking it seriously. Yeah. I guess that's true. I didn't, I guess I didn't, it's just like says a lot about Julian Sands as an actor. It's like, there's some actors who are so charismatic that you don't, you want to lean, you want to side with like the better version of them rather than like maybe the more villainous aspects. Yeah. Cause yeah, I was even surprised that they killed his character off too, because you have the assistant. Why not kill off the assistant and then have Atherton be one of the survivors. But to your point, Zach, if he is sort of more villain than hero, I guess that would, yeah, that's why. That that spider doesn't discriminate, yeah. even if you apparently yeah, know like what you you're have doing. to kill a, a lead. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then so then then all the spiders come out in the house, which is oh god, like that's, that's like the that's big. Checked out. I think like that scene is like the big, the big scene. Like there's that whole climax yeah. in the basement with the thing, and like that's all well and good, but for me, it's that house yeah. scene with them just like yeah swarming and there's like nowhere you can go where there's not spiders Mm -hmm. in it yeah because even the basement with the basement scene it's still just the two big spiders and jeff daniels Mm -hmm. you know and then upstairs you've got hundreds of thousands of spiders plus the whole family trying to figure out what they're supposed to do yeah yep and like downstairs so there was no spiders there because they had talked earlier about like wherever the nest is there's not going to be spiders around so like none of them came into the basement and like right that's kind of fun where he's like it's it's damp it's it's warm it's dark there's no spiders oh shit i'm in the nest yeah oh my god um so then you know they all when they're all out of the house then fucking exterminator delbert comes and just yeah rock and roll his, <laughs> uh for some reason i was gonna say flamethrowers but um with his flamethrowers yeah they're not flamethrowers <laughs> But that was what I was picturing was him just killing all these spiders with a flamethrower with his it little. It is cool uh, though. He's got like the two, like, like he's like yeah. dual, dual yeah. guns, kind of like a John Woo movie or something. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> um, okay. I could see how like the family got out without getting bit, but I don't see how Jeff Daniels did not Jennings did not get bit. Like when he was during in the that whole, when he was in the bathroom and the whole house thing and. Uh, I just I, yeah. don't, I don't see it. They wanted to make it as as creepy as possible, as scary as possible for people yeah, to actually add arachnophobia yeah. without him dying. So and even when like Big Mama General Bear, uh, what was it? Big Mama Bob? No, General Mama Bob. General Mama Bob. Even when General Mama Bob like jumps at him and he's like struggling to like get it off, like I can't see how like it didn't bite him. <laughs> he yeah, just like well, seizes and dies. Jennings sets well, us well, up in the beginning where he had an experience when he was like a toddler with a spider yes. and that's what set off yes. his arachnophobia. Maybe the spiders know this and they're like, we they're can't taunting kill him. him. Yeah. Like we need to just like fuck with him. Like we've been, you know, he's a, he's evaded us before. They can smell so we're going to push it to the last minute. Yeah. Well, how good oh, yeah. is, how good is uh spiders hearing? Because he was telling that story as they were walking out to the barn where there general mama Bob was in already. And I bet he heard it. Of course. He like, what if General Mama Bob like, does like this? New like, plan, he, like, guys. It's walking and it turns and it does like a double take. 
Because it's like, wait, he's talking about spiders. <laughs> so yeah, very fun, very fun climax. Um, yep. He uh, basically fries both spiders. <laughs> yep. One in the electrical box and one with the nail gun after it's been set on fire. Uh, so good. That was kind of cool. Um, okay, but one thing just uh, filmmaking wise, like was very weird to me. Okay, remember the end of Cujo? Where like she's coming out sure. of the house and then it just like stops and like cuts and the credits yeah. start rolling and it's kind of odd. I felt the same way about this where they're like at the house and they're like getting people out of the he's getting them out of the cellar and the family's there and they're like everything's good and then like bam, there's the San Francisco like skyline because they and just fucking like, got yeah. out of there as soon as they could. And I was like, this is weird. Like, huh? you almost even just want one. It scene just where happens they just so like fast. get into the car unceremoniously and just like speed away from the house. Like, yes. let's get the fuck yeah. out of here. Leave it all There's behind. something no to bridge that little bit. There's yeah. no fat. Yeah, no fat. <laughs> There's no fat on this. See, that's where, see, Casey, to your point, sometimes fat on a meal is good. And that's where they should have Or fat on a woman. some of it for the flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not carving up women <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, okay, so do you guys want to go over our favorite reveals? Yeah. So here's what I have. Mama Bear, uh, General Mama Bob. Uh, when when Manly squishes the spider, we kind of see her mm-hmm. real quick. It's a him. See him real quick in the in the uh, big tree. I think it is like gender. Like it's sort of like a non-binary spider. Well, well, I think because the it little has ones both male and female. Oh, okay. Because okay, so General, General Mama Bob is perfect too. Yeah. Yeah. So General Mama Bob sees Manly squish the spider. That's our first reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly finding the web in the in the barn. I would say that's a reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, Ross finding the web and the rat tangled up in the web. Ugh, gross. <sighs> um, shower spider. That might be the fucking worst Oof. shower spider scene. It's oh, on her face. <laughs> um. Lloyd finding the spider in the cereal. Yeah. Fucking Lloyd. Oh, the dead one. The like dead Christmas. one. Yeah. Um, oh, my like gosh. Christmas there's a Lloyd there. and Jeff Daniels in this movie. Um, <laughs> the spider jumping out at Ross and Chris in the dining room. Like the, he opens the he pulls the painting back and the spider jumps out and they have to catch it. Um, the spider coming out of Irv's nose. That's his name. Irv. Yes. Irv and Mimi. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then the one in the popcorn. In the popcorn. Um, Atherton calling for supper, which is fucking weird. Why would you do that? Um, the house attack with all the spiders coming out of everywhere. Um, when Ross discovers that he's in the nest and then Ross to general mama Bob. My favorite is the house attack. The house. Yeah. Me too. Because that's when I felt the most uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My my favorite reveal was actually when Molly finds the webs in the barn. Okay. Because I think I'm more freaked out by the idea yeah. of a spider. Yeah. Oh, looming. don't know where well, it that's, is. And spider yeah. webs are just inherently creepy. That's why uh-huh. if it's just a few spiders, that's why, and that's why I said I like bigger spiders too, because you can see them, mm-hmm. right? Oh, okay. so yeah, sure. that's, you know, smaller spiders when there's a lot of them, that's, you know. Where are they going to go? Yeah, because the barn like transcends it even being a nest. It now feels like a community. Like it's complete. Mm-hmm. Like you're seeing sort of 
if it could do this to this barn in that short amount of time, and they say, they imply that it could, quote unquote, take over the world. Right. It just gives you right. this idea of like, it's it's so much set up so quickly. And it, that's what makes it scary. Oof. Well, and it's so terrifying too. Like, like you say, like, here's the web and like, where is the spider? You don't know. That's the whole thing is that like, they could be anywhere and you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like when she like goes to get the, she goes, Margaret goes to turn off the lamp and there's one there when they're making the popcorn and it's in the bowl. Like you have no idea until you find it. And then you're like, oh my God, this was here the whole time. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I don't like it. All right. Well, now it's time for a segment that we like to call the real monster. Run, run, run as fast as you can. I'm the gingerbread man! You're a monster! I'm not a monster here, you are! You and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me! Okay, what do you guys got for real monsters? Uh, my real monster is the ignorance of all of the people in this town. Uh, maybe it's because mm. I live in a post-pandemic America uh, where I understand that you have to take precautions for things. These people were sleeping with their yeah. windows open. Like Ross was the only person <laughs> in town who knew that there was a killer spider and he was sleeping with his windows open. <laughs> yeah. Well, even like right? Margaret like leaves her door open and then she's like surprised when a spider comes in and kills her. Like you live in the country. Yeah. yeah. Shut your door. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the, just the ignorance of the people in the town for that, but also for, um, you know, like they're kind of disgusting. And I guess Ross just really fits in with them. Like, you know, uh, Irv was eating the sandwich after he put it on the thing. And, uh, well, Ross was just giving all of these kids fucking grabbing all their balls without wearing gloves or changing <laughs> gloves. So like, what the <laughs> fuck are these people doing? <laughs> That scene was so strange. It was very weird. Because, um, like, if you're getting a physical, there's so much more to the physical yes. than just getting your balls yes. checked. And also, don't touch a person's balls without a glove on. Yeah, even if he was wearing a glove, he's not <laughs> switching gloves per ball sack. Yeah. Right, right. But he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't wearing one in the first place. Um, <laughs> so that, along with the ignorance of the scientists who like we like I talked about wasn't properly geared up uh to take care of this situation that he knew was he knew that the spider had killed six people um that and um I can't remember the woman the older woman's name that you left her door open Margaret 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 uh because yeah. Margaret put her fucking cat outside at night so fuck you mm-hmm. Margaret oh yeah and we see that cat later all tangled tangled up in the web yeah, but you don't, you, you don't. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Cats, don't put cats outside. We don't need indoor outdoor cats, okay? Mm-hmm. Danny. They should have been killing the spiders, but. Danny, what do you have? Eating them. I have two. Um, I have Molly um, because she's so like kind of cavalier and casual about the spider webs to the point okay. that not only is she like, Hey, husband, you know, like you have a, a, this phobia, but look at this and it's horrific. But not only that, she's so like casual about the spider webs to the point that she literally takes pictures of them and hangs them up in her husband's right. doctor's office. <laughs> Good as, thing like, she does, though, because that's how they know yeah. where the nest is. <laughs> it's yeah. like, kind of fucked up. Like, 
she hates her husband. Yeah. She's like, fuck you. Like, I know you're not going to go out and buy photos, so I'm going to take pictures. Well, of the she one keeps thing saying, like, therapy. Of. Like, it's therapy. But, like, she's, like, that's fair. jamming it down his throat. <laughs> she's like, yeah, whether like, you want this therapy or not, you're getting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I have that. And then my other one is just people who don't check their shoes or slippers before putting their shoes on mm-hmm. when they're barefoot. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. this movie has scarred me ever since because I can't I mean you shouldn't because there could be a spider. But yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not just a, the un, I'm not the unknown. <sighs> I'm not a barefoot person. Right. To begin with. Right. Uh even in the movie when they were like walking to the barn they were barefoot. Or she or at least the woman was barefoot and was like, Ugh. Oh gosh, she yeah, was she was bar she was barefoot out in the barn. She was barefoot out there. <laughs> You're barefoot she, out in that barn. Yeah. She was barefoot out in the barn. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's just dangerous. <laughs> Zach? Um, I have two as well. I have oh. Atherton's giant red map at the beginning. He pulls out this map. They're like on the helicopter and he's like, he's like, this is where we're going to land and we're going to hike to here. And they show the map and it's just like all red. There's like huh. no like differentiating like. <laughs> yeah. What does this mean? It's just like red. And I was like, okay. Um, (laughs) There's an extended cut where it just cuts away to everyone's reaction. And they're just like blank stares at him. Like, what is happening? It's like Atherton. He's like, oh, maybe Atherton (gasps) is Spider-Man. Oh, yes. And he sees the map, but nobody else can see it. And he's like, we're going here to here. Everyone's like, "Uh, what are you talking about? And he's like, don't you see this? Because he Um, has a spider sense. He has spider sense. Yeah. Um, My other real monster is the song on the end credits called Don't Bug Me (laughs) (laughs) by Jimmy Buffett. (laughs) Jimmy Buffett. There's something like so familiar about the song because Jimmy Buffett sings like the same song. I was like, I know this song. So listen to the the lyrics of Don't Bug Me by Jimmy Buffett. (laughs) Don't bug me. Don't mug me. I'm better left alone. Let me twirl in my world out in the wild unknown. Night crawling, free falling. Just don't get in my way. Don't squash me or death wish me. That's all I have to say. I can spin a web. I can spin a tail. Leave me in the jungle. Take me to the town. <laughs> right side what? up or upside down. <laughs> I'm fakey, real flaky. Eight legs and one pea brain. <laughs> don't bug me. Don't mug me. Just try and act humane. I can cover tracks and never <laughs> leave a trail. Leave me in the jungle. Take me to the town. Right side up or upside down. Don't bug me. Well, don't bug me. for the movie. I'm better left alone. Let me twirl yeah. in my world, out in the wild unknown. Don't bug me. Don't mug me. That's all I have to say. God, you sang it so beautifully. Yeah, Thank you. Job. Thank you. Um, I love how they approached Jimmy Buffett to write a song for this. And he was like, okay, from the perspective of the spider. <laughs> and they're like, I mean, that uh, wasn't our first instinct. But sure, <laughs> if that's what you think will work. <laughs> He's like, and this is like a cel- oh we're celebrating God. a spider, right? We're ce- this is right. like a, a feel good celebratory song about this one particular this, spider. Yeah, this sure. spider. He's yeah. like, he like, he, he wants, he deserves to go to the beach, right? He deserves to live on the yeah. beach in his sandals yeah. and drink margaritas. Yeah, drink, and he's, he's drink also aware margaritas. enough. 
decrepit. He sees himself in this really positive light. He knows he's pea brain though, right? And he's fine with that <laughs> to the point that he's going to present that as that's like how he presents himself to the world. Sure. Oh, Jimmy Buffett. Stick to Margaritaville, okay? Maybe they were planning Universal Studios was going to do like a arachnophobia world. And this was going to be the song <laughs> that just plays over and over in the park. When you go, when you buy an admission to arachnophobia world, you get a free, you get 50% off your meal at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. <laughs> no, just down the street. Unless you watch the credits for this movie, you, no one ever makes the connection. It's like, why is that such a specific <laughs> perk for this huh? park? <laughs> Um, okay, well, do you guys have anything else to add about arachnophobia or the phobia of arachnids itself? Mm-hmm. Or hot dogs. <laughs> or hot dogs? The movie was good. The movie, the movie was, was good. good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the cover. Yo, the you guys. Guys. What? what? Chot. Chot donk phobia. Chot dog phobia? What is that? Is the fear of hot dogs? Oh, I thought it was a fear of dogs. <laughs> Marble chot dogs. Dog. Why not just if you're gonna call it chot, chot dog phobia, just call it chot hot dog. dog phobia. It's like the same sound and so chot donk. Chot donk. Ew, that's like sounds so gross. It does. <laughs> uh, the fear of hot dogs is that really a thing? I mean, there's a phobia of all kinds of things. Is there a movie we could have done? The fear of hot dogs. Like, what would you be scared about? I don't know. Shape. <laughs> people so are just about people, to eat hot dog. Like, ah. People are scared of tiny <laughs> holes. Like, you know, that's like a phobia. No, you know what I mean? Like that trichophilioma or whatever, where people are like. Trichophil- I don't do hot dogs. I don't do tiny holes. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's it. That's all we have for spider talk. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all we have for arachnophobia. Um, Next episode, we will be speaking about arcudophobia um, for Casey's fear of bears. Um, So you don't want to miss that because I don't have anything wrong with bears, but I'm excited to see this movie Backcountry and see if I can uh, create a new phobia for myself. Yeah. Um, Danny, Casey, if our listeners out there want to reach out to you, and talk about their phobias or ask about your phobias, where can they find you on social media? You can just go to any of the old social meds and mm. type in at Wolf Mother Casey. I might be on there. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Just uh, just dumb luck. You can find me on uh, Pornhub at Hot Dog Boys. Chode Boys, since you don't <laughs> yeah, have a Chode problem Boys. With <laughs> well, oh, you can gosh. find me through Chode Chat. My my discount chat. link to porn my Pornhub hot dog boys. I bet all the proud boys have chodes. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course they do. Maybe that's I why they're they proud. Yeah. That's where the pride comes from. They start every meeting pulling <laughs> their pants down and being like, "They have to good job." They <laughs> have to pretend boys. to be proud to come yeah. out for the fact that they have chodes. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. And of course, letterboxed at Danny Salem. That's Danny spelled the old fashioned way. Um, unless your old fashioned way is spelled differently than mine, uh, in which case I'll just specify it's D A N N Y. Uh, last name <laughs> Salem, S A L E M M E. That's two M's like the candy. Melt in your butt, not in your hands. Wonderful. 
And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Zach Winsick. And you can also find the show on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at How I Met Your Monster and on Twitter and Letterboxd at I Met Your Monster. Uh, So make sure to give us a follow there and uh, look out for some fun content along the way. And uh, until next episode, steer clear of spiders. um, Check the corners. Check uh, everywhere spiders reside. Check your butt Make sure you get get all your tools. Get all your your tools. Get all your paper towel rolls. (laughs) 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 Thank you all for listening. Now go meet some monsters. (laughs) 